And so we enter Perek Yud Aleph of Nikiyut. Pirtemi Dat Hanakiyut Rabim Him Od. There are many, many details here. Like we said yesterday, really, if he was doing this uh, in absolute terms, he would have to go through all 365 negative commandments. What we've said is, is this is usurping every every part of an Avera. Even though our inclination is working against us on every one of these is there are ones which the our, our nature is more in favor on and therefore we rationalize uh, uh, permissiveness in these issues much more so you need more uh, more encouragement in these particular issues and then like we said yesterday he he enumerates the three main topics he is going to speak about in detail gezel va'arayot nashoshel adam mechamadatan umitave lahen mitava lahen specifically in the area of finance and promiscuity we have challenges and he will also elaborate um before going further on eating issues so first he's talking about finance. I, I want to say with finance, you know, for many years I was under the impression, uh, and that's what I spoke about, that the issues with finance are adam lechaviro issues. But they're actually not only adam lechaviro issues. As you become further involved in the world and more independent, some of you are married, then you understand that the financial pressure that a person is in to pay the food bills and run a kalkalat bayit, run an economic home, are enormous. It's not always greed that drives people to uh, be a bit uh, a bit illegal with their money. It is it is um, sustenance. It's the belief that you need money to get through the uh, the week, the day, the year, the month, whatever it may be. Uh, it's a ben adam lamakom issue. It's an issue of emuna in Hakadosh Baruch Hu that uh, if we do the right thing, then the money will will it will work itself out. And it's not that every single person is greedy. That's not the problem here, but it is the most uh, frequent challenge that we meet every single day is finishing the day and having enough money to make it through the day. And like we said in our introduction yesterday, even though we see that not most people, most people are not thieves. Most people don't like uh, saw off shotguns and walk into a store and demand money. But most of us are, are thieving. In, in our lives, either in our businesses, when we, we implicate this famous, uh, famous phrase, business is business, you know, we, we can do what we want to do. There are so many areas, and here, remember yesterday we spoke, just not, not areas that everyone does and therefore we rationalize to be okay, but also areas we might not even be aware uh, are forbidden. For example, 
I often point out to our students, you, you get into a cab in Israel and the cab driver says, do you want a meter or are you going to pay cash? Um, most of us, at least I, when I was younger, I believed that what was actually going on here was that the uh, taxi driver was trying to charge me more than that would come out in the meter, which is a possibility, of course. However, I realised uh, not, not so long ago, well, it is long ago now, I realised that what is going on here is that if you pay a taxi driver in cash, the ride never took place. If the ride never took place, he will not be declaring tax on that particular ride. So essentially, if you get into a cab and you agree to pay him in cash, then essentially you're entering uh, a deal with him. I will pay you in cash and uh, it will not be recorded on your meter. As such, <coughs> you will not have to pay tax and maybe I'll get a better deal. You're not doing this on purpose, you're totally unaware of this, but you are in fact helping the taxi driver steal, steal taxes. Now, as, as we get older, tax becomes a very, very uh, negative word, but it isn't really a negative thing, tax. What, what does a government do with taxation? What a government does with taxation is it makes sure there's lighting in the streets. It makes sure <coughs> that the roads are fixed. It pays the police. I mean, tax is, is something that we pay as a community <coughs> in order to enable local government or national government to run the country or our neighbourhood in the way that is seemed correct to do. Um, it's not a crime. In fact, if you live in Chutzaris and you give money to Israel, um, it is considered sadaka. If I live in Israel and give money to the government, it's considered tax. What is your sadaka is my tax. Uh, I have to pay extra money for tzedakah. In fact, my tax is even better than your tzedakah because very often when you give money to Israel, it goes through some kind of uh, middleman and the middleman normally takes a, co a commission to pay for his wages and his organisation. I don't have a middleman. When I pay tax, it goes directly to the ministry. It goes to the Ministry of uh, Defence. It goes to the Ministry of uh, uh, Car Licensing and so on and so forth. So... Tax is not a bad thing. Tax is actually a very, very positive thing. Uh, and it's something that, that, that reflects our giving back to our community. But people have, have declared this to be a, a dirty word. And therefore people feel that, you know, we don't have to pay tax. Now, if you help the tax driver here, now you don't even know what you're doing, right? You don't realise. Certainly, I didn't realise when I was younger that by paying a taxi driver in cash, he wasn't going to register his, his, um, his ride. Uh, but that is what is going to happen. There are many So many different things that, that we deem to be okay, either because we don't know differently or applying the rationale. You know, everyone does it, so why can't I do it? What about going to a hotel? And uh, what so many people do is at breakfast, taking a bag and putting food from the buffet in the hotel in the morning into your bag, so you've got a lunch, you've got a packed lunch ready. Now, you're not really allowed to do this, right? If you ask permission and they say, you can, you are allowed to do this. But, uh, so why do people do it? People say, well, they're going to throw it away. Well, number one, who knows where they're going to throw it away? There are a lot of charitable organisations that go to hotels mid-morning and collect leftover food, which isn't going to be used again for poor people. And number two, if they are going to throw it away, it's up to them. It belongs to them. The fact you, you can't go into someone's cupboard and take out their dress and say, well, they're not wearing it, I'm going to take it. 
you know that you can't do that. So why can you go into a hotel and take food, more food that is appropriate for you, and say, well, <coughs> they're going to throw it away anyway. Uh, again, either people do this because they're not aware, or they do it because everyone does it and it's okay. But if you do it without permission, and on many occasions they will let you do this, but if you do it without permission, and this is permission from the manager, you can't go up to a cleaner of the bathrooms by the chederochen and say, can I take breakfast? Because they couldn't care less and it's not their responsibility. We have to be totally honest with this. You go to the head waiter or, or the person in charge of Aruch Boke and you say to him, you know, do you mind if I take a bit of salad for lunch? If they say yes, that's gazon to hide. So, v'hein kol ele chilokei dinim shebegez or kolim ma'asim rabim mina ma'asim ma'asim b'chlala ma'asau matan ha'medini v'chulam isurim rabim. There are so many isurim involved in, in the business world and in what is going on in the business world. Um, and either we simply are unawares of those isurim or we simply do it because, you know, everyone's doing it and therefore if everyone's doing it, it's okay. But we know that that rationale is not correct because the vast majority of Amshel aren't keeping Shabbos. And we don't suddenly say, okay, well, we're not going to keep Shabbos because the majority of people aren't eating aren't keeping Shabbos. The majority of, of Jews, unfortunately, are probably not eating kosher. But we don't go into McDonald's with a rationale, you know, well, I'm going to have a cheeseburger because the majority of Jews don't eat kosher. It's not a rationale. If it's wrong, it's wrong. It doesn't matter what the majority of people are doing. It doesn't matter. What matters is doing the right thing. It's not the overt, the obvious isurim in... in in Gezela that are that are forbidden. Anything that will involve taking away something from someone is part of this issue. Even to open up a business next door, an already running business, is not partial. And it's allowed in certain circumstances, but it's not partial. Every single thing that one does in business and to do with finance requires a question, it requires clarification. Even, even if you're working for someone per hour, to stop in order to bench, or to stop in order to daven, you have to ask the balabayit. I've told this very often, many, many years ago, a few secretaries ago. I had a secretary who, uh, who liked to do things other than work. I, remember, it's not my money, Midrash Arova's money, Midrash Arova is essentially a charity, right? It's, a, it's an amuta. And um, I said to her once, you know, you've been paid per hour. So uh, on one occasion, she was she was arranging a Sheva Brachas uh, during the morning when she should have been working. And I pulled her out, that's my job, unfortunately. And I said, uh, what are you doing? And she gave me such a Mishabeirach, this girl, she's a Haredi girl. She said, well, I'm doing a mitzvah. I said, you're doing a mitzvah. You're using a phone which belongs to the Midrashah. You're blocking the line so the people who want to call us can't get through. And we're paying your bill. And she, she couldn't understand what I was saying. But you're, you're using someone else's time. You're working for someone. You're being paid per hour. If you're not being paid per hour, if you've got a global wage and, you, and the boss doesn't mind you, what you do, as long as you do the work that is allocated for that day or that week, then because to hide, do whatever you want. But, but you can't use his phone without asking him, right? I said, well, it's only a few agaro. Okay, so you pay the only few agaro. He doesn't have to pay it. You, know, you plug in a phone. You, move, you go into a building, you just plug in a phone. A lot of people walk into the Midrashah and they want to charge their phones. So if it's a student, okay, that's, that's a given. But if it's someone else, so they're using my electricity without my permission. 
So you say, oh, it's a few shekel, what's a big deal? Okay, it's a few shekel, but it's my few shekel. So I would let you do it, but you've got to ask me. You've got to ask me before you do it. You're using someone else's stuff. You've got to ask them before you do it. And even Kriyat Shema. Because Kriyat Shema is Doraita. You're allowed to say the first parasha. First parasha. But you can't say any more than that without permission. That is considered Geneva, Gezela. You can't do a chesed, you can't do a mitzvah and have someone else pay for it. So this is just uh, the beginning. We're going to have to carry on with this for a couple of days. Have a good day.